0: This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for joining. Michigan lawmakers have approved legislation that would make it easier for people to clear their criminal records. The six-bill package was approved with bipartisan support, but wasn't quite unanimous. The bills open up some marijuana-related offenses and most traffic convictions to possible expungement. They treat multiple felonies from one incident as one felony and create automated automated expungement for certain felonies and misdemeanors. It could mean a lot of people... uh, ending their struggle to find housing, employment, and many other things that can be made more difficult if you have a criminal record. State Representative and House Judiciary Committee Chair Graham Filler is a big part of this effort, and he joins us now to talk about what's going on. Graham Filler, welcome to Detroit Today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Sure. Give us a basic overview of what these bills would do and what it will mean for Michiganders with existing criminal records.
1: I think there's just two main points I want to start with, which is people who get their record cleared up do better going forward. Mm-hmm. They do better finding jobs, finding, uh, getting promotions, loans, housing is a big one, uh, educational opportunities, and that's our number one goal for doing this. Um, we acknowledge that folks make mistakes and they pay the price, But we also want them moving forward in their communities. We want them as taxpayers. So that was sort of the concept and the driving force behind this. Now, technically, uh, once you get into the details, not many people take advantage of expungement here in the state of Michigan. Um, And so this is not only a legislative fix, uh, but this is an educational tool, too. We want people to know, after a certain amount of time, you can ask a judge to clean up your record. And this is this is an educational part. So um, this is a bipartisan package. It's actually seven bills. And I'm thrilled it went through the House yesterday and I'll be I'll be working on the Senate now.
0: Yeah. So we should make it clear that uh, you're a Republican and uh, this is not always the kind of issue that I guess we see. We associate with Republicans or conservatives, but the 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 thing that's going on that's really interesting, I think, here in Michigan right now, is a new kind of bipartisan agreement that the criminal justice system doesn't give people enough credit or breaks for 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 doing the right thing or for making a mistake and correcting it. I, I I'm really interested in hearing you talk about where that bipartisan push comes from
1: yeah I think it, it's been fascinating to be around because remember I've only been elected now for eleven months mm-hmm. and I came in and I was an assistant attorney general and I worked with you know uh, victims and also perpetrators at the AG's office and my thought was if an individual breaks the social trust commits a crime or gets sanctioned in some manner i I want them punished and I think that's that's a nonpartisan that's just a common sense idea but I also want them to not reoffend, and I also want them eventually to be back with their family and in their community. And here we have this very simple um, aspect, this concept called expungement, that helps with that and statistically does help with that. And I can argue that to conservatives. I can argue that to progressives. And I think we've now reached a point where we spend a lot of money on the criminal justice system here in Michigan and nationwide, and we're supposed to be fiscally conservative. We're supposed to be financially smart. So let's start actually, you know, carrying that water when it comes to the criminal justice system. Hmm.
0: So there is a 10-year wait period proposed in the bill. Talk about what that means and how you settled on that time period for this legislation.
1: Sure. So there's actually two key bills to the whole process. And I know it's seven bills, so I'm not going to, you know, not going to bore you with every single detail. But Right now, in the state of Michigan, you can petition for one felony and or two misdemeanors to be taken off your record. A judge can grant it, and that's after five years. Um, we're expanding that, that petition aspect, and we're letting you petition for three felonies and unlimited misdemeanors. And a judge can say, you know what? No way. You know, you're a bad actor. I'm not granting that. Or the judge can say, you're doing great, and I want to inspire you to go forward. So that's the petition aspect. The sort of groundbreaking national leading aspect of it is the automatic expungement bill. Mm-hmm. And that deals with that's from Eric Lloyd Hoyser, who's a Republican from Hillsdale. And what that says is there is a narrow subset of crimes, misdemeanors, and lower level felonies that will just be wiped off your record after 10 years for felonies and seven for misdemeanor. And what that does is cut out the barrier because many people do not ask or know about expungement, or they're afraid to go back even near a courtroom. And so that cuts out the barrier. And so that auto bill, um, we thought seven years was appropriate to show that you've been a good actor and that you've been away from the criminal justice system. Uh, for
0: misdemeanors. Hmm. I also want you to talk about the marijuana aspect of this. There was a lot of debate when we were considering the legalization of recreational marijuana last year about what would be done with people who have criminal convictions for marijuana possession or, or use from, from before. And you try to address some of that in these bills. Talk about how that's done
1: yeah that was a that was a really good bill and I'm really proud of that bill because that was that was compromised legislation that was working with all the stakeholders so um, there's a huge push to say um, let's just automatically expunge uh, true expungement almost an exoneration of all past marijuana crimes and that's really dangerous and I, I mean frankly would never get through my my republican house or the or the Senate and so what I want to do is get a wide-ranging marijuana expungement bill that also had some law enforcement support. And so that's what we did. So here's how it works. If you have a use or possession misdemeanor under our bill, um, an application is filed. Very simple. Prosecutor has 60 days to contest it. If they don't, then the judge grants it. It's about as close to automatic as I could get for marijuana crimes. And that um, a very conservative member from Grand Rapids area, Representative Luke Meerman, a Republican, Mm -hmm. uh, took on that bill. And he just said, this is practical. You know, our society has changed the way we talk about marijuana and the way we treat it legally. And so I think this will free up people from low-level crimes on their record. I completely agree with him.
0: Hmm. Um, Talk about when we might expect these things to go into effect. There's still a lot of work to do to get them through the process, correct?
1: Yeah, there's a little bit more work there. Um, So it passed the House and uh, near unanimously. I mean, we're talking uh, lots of support from both sides of the aisle. And it will um, go to the Senate now. I hope they take it up for hearing ASAP. Um, I'm going to be, you know, banging on the Senate door saying, this is good legislation. Let's get it rolling. And my, you know, my thought would be by January, hopefully it'd be out of the Senate. I could imagine it picking up support quickly. Hmm.
0: Also talk about the commonalities here between rural areas, like the ones that you represent in the 93rd House District, and urban areas. I think a lot of people think this means more in urban areas than it does in rural areas. But I, I also want you to talk about how, how critical these issues are all over the state, that there are a lot of commonalities that we find among these, among these areas with issues like this, that, that crime is something and, and criminal justice is something that we're all kind of struggling with.
1: Yeah, so we received, uh, after we did the press conference on this in Detroit and in Kalamazoo, we received calls, not just from my district, but from all over the state, mm-hmm. and not just from urban areas, individuals saying, hey, this gives me hope. Hey, I think I'm going to be able to get that promotion out. Hey, I'm, I feel like I'm going to have access to housing because of this. Asking us details, and you know what? When you're in the legislature, you're not used to getting positive phone calls.
0: So, <laughs> about anything, <I> mean, right? <laughs> about anything.
1: That's right. Everyone in the office was. I mean, there was there was a there was a, a a real like joyousness around here because people were calling and they felt like they were being lifted up by a government policy. Hmm. And so that 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 rarity really speaks to the interesting nature of expungement. Um, there's two more things I do want to bring up real quickly. Uh-huh. We are – it's not true expungement. It's actually set aside, uh-huh. and it's a key difference. True expungement means it goes uh, like it's gone. It's gone. It's gone forever. It's, it's, it's no longer anywhere. We're doing set aside because that allows law enforcement to have access to it. So if an individual did get a crime expunged, but then later on – and again, statistics are low, but sometimes people do – Uh, fall off the wagon, they committed a crime. Again, law enforcement would be able to access that. Prosecutors would be able to access that also. We feel like that's fair to law enforcement. We feel like that's fair to the victims. And there is a public safety concept to this, which is if an individual is doing well and is trying to move on from the justice system, is making money, then they are much less likely to commit a crime. And so I feel like this has a positive impact on public safety. If we do nothing and we let this recidivism issue continue and uh, don't help folks from reoffending, then that's costing the public and that's creating more victims. So I feel like this is a public safety positive.
0: Uh, quickly, we've got about a minute left. I wonder if you open if you think this opens the door to more criminal justice reform bills. There is a lot of talk in Lansing right now about the need to to deal with lots of other things in the criminal justice system. Do you think this makes that more likely?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I'd say for the last year we've been we've been knocking it out of the ballpark when it comes to just sort of different ways of relooking at the justice system. We did something called Raise the Age, which is going to help a lot of young folks um, going forward, which is changing 17 to 18.
0: Mm-hmm. In terms uh, of eligibility we, for life sentences. Right?
1: That's right. Yeah. And then we did um, Medically fra- medically Frail, which is going to get some people out of, um, out of prison who don't need to be there anymore, who are very sick and are costing the state money. I mean, I just think this is a time where you've got a bunch of Republicans and Dems who say, hey, it's okay, we can support law enforcement, but we can also um, support sort of reworking the justice system.
0: Yeah. Okay. Representative Graham Filler, House Judiciary Committee Chair, represents the 93rd District in the Michigan House of Representatives. It was really great to have you here with us on Detroit Today.
1: Sure. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Yeah.
0: That's going to do it for me today. I will be back tomorrow, and I hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station. Your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again tomorrow.